a score. I heard an interview with Vin Scully one time, and he said he had a two-minute hourglass, and he would have that thing when he was calling a game, and every time he set the score, he'd turn it over. And when it ran out, he'd make sure he set the score again. That way he kept giving the score out to where people would know what the score was. That is a uh, broadcaster's trick that a whole lot of people do. And uh, Vin started it. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate the call. Yeah, that that is about – that is for radio giving out the score of the game you're calling um, to remind people to always give out the score. Which the, he is not – what Stano was saying was not about the score of the game that you're watching. He's about the score of the game at the other park across the way, just so just so everybody's, uh, just so everybody's clear on that. Um, okay, speaking of baseball, we have tickets to give away. And, Ben, we're going to do it with a little uh, trivia this afternoon. Trivia! Trivia, trivia baby! Oh. <laughs> Let's do it live. We'll do it live Bill O'Reilly style. We'll do it live. Uh, eight tickets to give away. We're going to give away four right now, and uh, then we'll we'll have a little bonus round for people who get in late. Uh, but the the but we're going to do it with trivia. We're going to do it on the phone. Six five four roars the number. You want to call us? Uh, if you can use these tickets, uh, we ask that you be able to use them. If you call in and want to win these tickets with an answer to a trivia question specifically pertaining to today's baseball game, again. Uh, this is an opportunity for four tickets to watch Clemson play Charlotte. And I'll say what I said in the beginning, Ben. This is perhaps the best game today in college baseball. These are two teams. D1 Baseball says that Charlotte's going to win the win Conference USA, a little bit like Binghamton. They're a team that uh, that was, was uh, you know, had a good season last year, had a good season uh, two years ago, and uh, and and – Potentially, you know, is a is a is a really really good regional type team. You can come watch them play, and all you have to do is tell me who is starting on the mound for Clemson today. That's it. You just tell me who the starting pitcher is, and I'm gonna give you four tickets right now on the phone six five four seven six two seven. Now it's uh, four o'clock today. Four o'clock first pitch. It's beautiful weather. If you need a an excuse from work. If you come to the ballpark, go up to the TV booth. Quack will write you an an excuse, so you got no excuse not to be at the game today. That's exactly right. If your boss won't let you out at three thirty or three o'clock to get there, we can probably help you with that. You just yeah. tell me who is starting on the mound for Clemson today, and in the next few minutes, we're going to give these away. Just tell me who the starting pitcher is, and I'll give you I'll give you four tickets. Um, I'll even tell you this: it's a right-hander. I'll give you a little extra, a little extra nudge in the right direction here. It's a right-hander on the mound for uh, for Clemson today. Six five four roar is the number six five four seven six two seven. Do you want to take these live on the air, Quack? Or Let, yeah, let's let's do it live. Let's just do okay. it live. I'm gonna put caller one on uh, on the air right now, and we'll see who it is. Hey, caller, what's your name? Hey, caller. Hello. Hello, who's this? Zach. Hey, Zach, uh, tell me the answer. Who is starting on the mound for Clemson today? Casey Town. Casey Town is correct. Congratulations. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, Ben Milstead will uh, take down information, and we'll get you those tickets. Casey Town is the answer. Now, if you're on hold, 
Don't hang up. In fact, get back in. 654 roars the number because here's the deal. We have two sets of two tickets that were also given away for this afternoon's game. And I'm going to give you two more questions in this segment. I'll give you two more questions in this segment. And uh, here are the two, all right? Question number one, if you could tell me who is leading this team in stolen bases after one weekend, I'll get you into the game today. We'll give you two tickets to the game today if you could tell me who leads this team in stolen bases. That's question number one. And that really, is a, that really is a good question, I think, because there were lots of folks that stole a lot of bases this weekend. Clemson was 17 stolen bases over the weekend in 19 attempts. Fantastic stuff. That's question one. Question two, there are three players that are hitting 500 or better that have at least two plate appearances. If you give me one of those names, I will give you two tickets today. And you know what? Just for this... If you get in first for these extra two tickets, you get to decide which question you want to answer. we got folks on hold already. 654 roars the number. I'm going to go to line two here, and whoever was hey, first just got it. Yeah, And I'll tell ahead. you this, uh, Zach only, only needed two tickets, so we've got a pair, and then we also have a set of four. Okay, very so good. We'll so let, uh, the next caller decide. Choose. All right, very, very good. Caller on line two right here. Caller, what's your name? Mark. Mark, wait, do you want to tell me who leads in stolen bases or you want to give me a 500 batter name? I'm giving a uh, stolen bases. All right. Who is it? Blackwell. Ben Blackwell is correct. He has six stolen bases in seven attempts. Mark, uh, do you need two tickets or four today? Uh, I'll get four. All right. Very good. We're going to stick you on hold and uh, we'll get you those four tickets. All right. Good stuff from Mark. Outstanding stuff. All right, so that question is done. The stolen base leader for the Tigers with six is Ben Blackwell. So all I need, and we had a couple people who hung up when they heard the question. So uh, you can get in right now. Two tickets remaining for today's Clemson baseball game against Charlotte. We've given away six. We've got two left. All you got to do is tell me there are three players who have at least two plate appearances for the or actually, I should say, at least two at-bats. There's one player, Gavin Abrams, who's one for one with a walk, so I don't want to confuse people. If you've got at least two at-bats, there are three players on Clemson's team that are hitting exactly 500 through three games. You give me one of those names, I give you the last two tickets. That's a beautiful thing. 654-ROAR is the number, 654-7627. Again, we've got a, a couple of folks who have gotten in and then hung up when they heard the question. So uh, people right now are Googling, frantically Googling. You can get in two tickets on the line right now if you can answer that question. In fact, let's go to break. When we come back, we will answer that question, and we'll get into some of the rule changes in sports, especially in college football. Stay with us. Hour two of the program continues after this. The Bojangles back at Bojangles, and it's dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. Hook one while you can. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display, and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. 
What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Pinnacle Veterinary Group, the first and only practice achieving AAHA accreditation in Pickens County, takes a proactive and progressive approach to medicine for keeping your pet healthier, longer. Being a family-oriented private practice, they treat their staff, clients, and patients as they want to be treated. Their facility is equipped to care for sick, injured, and healthy pets with in-house diagnostic, lab testing, radiology, surgery, and digital ultrasound. They take pride in caring for your family. Call 624-8824 or go online to PinnacleVeterinaryGroup.com. A Clemson original, the Tiger Sports Shop, has been the number one destination for Tiger gear, apparel, and gifts since 1974. The Tiger Sports Shop helps you wear your Clemson pride on your sleeves. We are your excuse for a visit to Clemson. The Tiger Sports Shop, born out of necessity, fueled by passion. We are the place for all Clemson gear and merchandise and still family run. Open 24-7 at TigerSports.com and with locations at 364 College Ave and 1102 Tiger Boulevard. You can get the gear you need. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Mint Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Mint Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or GreenvilleMintClinic.com. That's GreenvilleMensClinic.com. Your Pie Clemson is hiring for their new location at Dockside. Convenient to Clemson, Seneca, Pendleton, or Central. If you're looking for a fun, energetic work environment with free food, come join the team. Many full-time and part-time positions available with quick advancement into leadership roles. Learn all the details of running your own business. Apply now at yourpie.com forward slash careers to be a part of the Clemson Your Pie family. Pizzas, brews, gelato, it's your pie. Check out the Press Box with Brad and John every weekday morning from 9 to noon here on The Roar. Brad and John will get you caught up on all things college football from Group of Five to Power Five, Clemson football, coaching carousel, and more. Brad and John also keep you up to date with everything in college athletics as well as the Atlanta Braves. Check it out each morning on 105.5 and 97.5 FM or tune in on our app or website, theroarfm.com. When you order food for work on easycater.com, we've got your back. Real humans are here to help with your order every step of the way, making sure everything goes right, even behind the scenes without you knowing, confirming and double confirming with the restaurant that everything is on track. If there's a problem... Thanks for calling Easy Cater. Call us anytime, day or night, and we'll answer in seconds. We're right here with 100,000 restaurants, working hard to ensure the food arrives on time and is ordered. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. 
powered by Upcountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 105.5 and 97.5. We are The Roar. Where every day is game, game day. What a jam. What an absolute banger that is. I know, again, I know some people think it's Tim McGraw's worst work, but uh, I'm not a purist. I, I just, I, I'm here for it. I love Nelly. I'm just uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, anyway, hour two continues. We gave away the last two tickets during the break. Um, the answer, by the way, to the trivia question was either Chad Ferry, Cam Canarella, or Benjamin Blackwell, who was actually the uh, answer to the stolen base question, too. So congratulations to the three individuals who got eight tickets to Clemson Baseball today. Should be fine. We were talking about during the break, you know, when the weather's perfect like this, you just expect there to be a little bit better crowd. And I'm sure when tickets were being, um, you know, when people were trying to decide which games they were or were not going to go to, this might have been a wait-and-see type game because of weather reasons uh, today. But there's nothing to wait on now. Uh, what I'm seeing is a perfect day. Tigers taking batting practice at the moment here at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. And uh, we are about, uh, let's see, two hours and 35 minutes away from first pitch. Ben, let's talk about some rule changes. Uh, specifically, let's talk about some rule changes in college baseball. You know, we, we were discussing the um, we were discussing the nature of change in college athletics. Dabo Sweeney's talked a lot about change. Half the stories you read now on college football websites are about changes. This is a story from Ross Dellinger from yesterday about four rules changes that have been explored to try to hasten the pace of play in college football. Now, I think we probably should we probably should have a conversation about what this actually means. Sometimes it means we want to make sure we get all our commercial breaks in in a more timely manner, uh, which means keeping games to a three-hour window because you start burning through commercial breaks when games overlap. Uh, you start losing revenue when you do that. So let's not forget the uh, the big old dollar sign flashing in these. When they say player safety and when they say, uh, you know, shortening games, sometimes what they actually mean is we want to maximize revenue. Just want to throw that in there. Um, ben, there are four of these, and we could talk about them individually. First of all, like I said, a couple of these I feel like, why would you even do this? And a couple of the other ones I think are are a little bit more plausible. The first one is uh, th- these are non-controversial, according to Dellinger. Prohibiting consecutive timeouts. So you can't use back-to-back timeouts to ice the kicker. Ben, I have, I have no issues with this rule from a rule standpoint. What I would say is I don't think this actually addresses any complaints that anybody has about the pace of games. What are your thoughts on uh, what are your thoughts on this rule in particular? The you can't ice the kicker rule. Uh, well, maybe an an overlying thought here, Quok. Um, all of these here, 
here's what all of these rules are designed to shorten the game, but not for the reason that they tell you. And I think that's where my issue lies here. Yes. Because, you know, there there's numbers like uh, it was three hours, 15 minutes, something like that uh, last year. Year before that, it was like 321 was the average time. This past season, it was more like, you know, back to like the 320. My big thing is... I think we are being told that the games are too long. But I don't hear fans actually complaining about the length of games. I do hear fans complaining about uh, some of the unnecessary things and like how long a replay takes. But I'm still of the opinion that if you were going to wait all summer long to go to the opener in September for whatever skill you pull for, do you really care if it's three hours or three hours and 20 minutes? I mean, is is that 20 minutes of your life make or break whether or not you want to watch college football? I would argue it's not. Now, I, none of us like the crazy, unnecessary replay reviews when everybody in the stadium knows within 30 seconds what the answer is and you have to sit there for five minutes. I think we'll all agree that's the one that we hate the most because we all know that it's unnecessary. But a lot of these other things, I, I put this on Twitter last night. The dirty little secret is, yes, they want to shorten the games, but they don't want to shorten the game for the reason they're saying. It's got nothing to do with player safety, got nothing to do with how long the season is, got nothing to do with the fan experience. It's got everything to do with trying to get a football game in a three-hour television window. Period. The end. That's the reason. Just don't lie to me about it. Just say, hey, TV play, pays a crazy high number uh, each week to put these games on TV. We're going to give them a little bit of a say. If they want it to be three hours and we can do it in three hours, we're going to try to do that. I'm okay with that, but just don't lie to me and tell me it's to make it to enhance the fan experience or safety because that's simply just not true. Well, here's here's the thing that I think we, we've got two different conversations that are happening, okay? And again, there's nobody that's saying, you know what football's really, what it really needs is it needs less icing of kickers. Like, give right. a fan a survey and have that. Like, no one is saying, you know what I really hate about football, how much they ice these daggone kickers. No one's saying that. Now, if they adopt that rule, I'm going to be like, fine. That's that's fine. I, I, I don't think it messes with the mm -hmm. integrity of the game. And the same thing for, you know, no untimed downs in the first or third quarter. There's nobody saying, golly, you know, you know what really fixed the length of these games? If the four times every season is somebody – I mean, think about the number of football games that you watched that got an untimed down at the end of the first or third quarter – I don't think I watched five untimed downs all last year. Now, again, I'm not, I can't watch every game in every time slot, but think about how little that actually impacts across the, the broad sport. Think about how little impact that is. That's ridiculous. That just means, like you said, that you want to eliminate you know, 90 seconds so that you can get to a TV break quicker or so that that game can get over and you can get to the next game and get 90 seconds of commercials into the next game. 
That's exactly what that is. Those don't those don't impact the pace of play, bro. I mean, if you're going to give me that the average length of a college football game is three hours and 21 minutes, if you say don't ice the kicker and you say no more untimed downs, guess what? You're gonna you're gonna uh, lower the average game time from three twenty one to three twenty fifty eight. Yeah, well, that's see, it. That's all it's gonna do. And, and in that situation, those back to back timeouts, those are not gonna be, those are not gonna be television timeouts. Those are gonna be thirty second timeouts. So you're you're doing all this, you're meeting and discussing a rule that on a on the on best case scenario is going to save 30 seconds that's that's just garbage now i said all that about why they're doing it because i think you have to understand why they're doing it i mean we have to kind of have that understanding to know what they can and can't cut out getting multiple texts from people saying well it would shorten the game if you cut the commercials in half we've got to have an understanding number one that ain't happening but number two TV, whether you like it or not, has to make money. They Consider this, Quark, and I know we're talking about college, but in the NFL, the NFL is getting ready to sign an $11 million or 11-year, $100 billion television package. Billion with a B. You break that down per game, before the game ever kicks off, they owe somebody something like $30 million. For that one game. That's before any expenses. I owe somebody $30 million just to put this game on television. Do you really think they're going to cut commercials? You've Fans got to realize there is a trade-off here between access and exposure for your team and being able to watch anything and everything you want to watch at the click of a button and the length of games. Like you, you've got to understand you can't have it both ways. I Clemson can't build big, nice buildings, and South Carolina can't because they got big television packages and have shorter games and want to cut commercials. Where do you think that money's coming from for those things? You can't well, have it both ways. So, so I mean, we just need to table all the well cut commercials. Commercials are what's driving this thing. That's why that's why you are able to watch it. It's why you're able to listen to the station 13 hours local every day. Right. That that's exactly right. You you can't you, you can't have your cake and eat it too in this instance. Um I would also say this. I I don't think people are really upset, maybe they are about the length of college basketball games or, you know, the like people are mad at the red hat guy football games, but basketball has routine breaks. I, is there there has to be a window where you have to take a break in a football game, right? I don't actually know what that is. Like how frequently does TV take commercial breaks? Uh, in in a normal football game, there are four commercial breaks per half or per quarter rather. Uh, so if you're if you're sitting there in just a you know watching a, a normal football game, there's going to be uh, there's going to be three in the first quarter, and then there's going to be one in between quarters. Then there's going to be three in the second quarter, with the final one being the one that leads you into halftime. But, uh, the second half is going to be exactly the same way. So there are sixteen commercial television commercials built into a football game.
in men's basketball, there's one built in to every four minutes of a game. Is is basically how that works. Okay, so so unlike basketball, TV basically just decides. Okay, we just we we want to take a break here, or we don't. There's no like time cutoff. Like after no. after t- the ten minute mark, the next change of possession is going to be a break. They just decide. They they just decide, and they're watching the pace of play. Um, so you're not ever going to have a you're never going to have a uh, like. A, a a TV timeout, a kickoff, and then another TV timeout. Unless they've gotten real behind, like there's a you know that's going to happen in a game where there's an eight minute drive, and all of a sudden the TV uh, uh, commercial folks are saying, "Wait a minute, we're way behind. We got to make sure we get these in." Because remember, they're already paid for. Like you don't have a choice right. from a television executive standpoint. You have to take those. So that's where if if the game has moved too fast or, like I say, there's these long drives without a timeout or a change of possession or anything, you're going you're gonna to have those back-to-back timeouts. Otherwise, they do a pretty good job of spacing them out. Here's, what I, here's what's different about the NFL in college to me, okay? And I, I remember growing up in an era where people would say, the NFL, you know, it didn't used to be all these commercials, whatever. I mean, I remember not that long ago that the NFL would take commercial breaks after kickoffs after they took commercial break after a score. That was not uncommon at all, and they have basically outlawed that practice. They have moved more in line with maybe uh, the the experience of fans in the stadium and – not oversaturating fans at home with commercials, especially when you can flip from from game to game. Um, with college football, it feels like all of these rule changes are designed to allow for less play on the field. And actually, by design, Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, has said that if we're going to expand the playoff, then he kind of wants to make sure that there are fewer plays in the actual game, which I think is just – I understand maybe the inevitability of expansion – but that is a sucky way to view things. When people go to the ballpark, when people go to the stadium, when people go to the arena, they want to see plays. They want to see scores. They want to see action. And the people on scholarship want to make plays. I'm not for any rule that is creating less for the student athletes to do and less for the people to see by design. And that's what it feels like in these next two where they're a little more controversial. And I'm just not about... Um, the clock continuing to run after a first down. I know it's an NFL rule. I'm not for it. I like that the college rules are different, and I know that the rule changes inside of two minutes, just like the NFL. And then they've also got one that says after an incomplete pass, they're gonna uh, they're gonna uh, keep the clock moving. Again, these are insane. So you would you would effectively not be able to spike the ball, uh, you know. And I understand maybe that's uh, different under two minutes, but. Why in the world would you have these? Why in the world would you do this? Why would you want a game? If games are averaging, let's say, 70 snaps, why would you go, you know what we need? We need five less snaps a game for either team. We want to go down to 65 snaps because of, as you said, Ben, player safety, player exposure, those types of things. But we don't care about, you know, extending the season to 17 games. We don't care about, um, you know, we don't care about, uh, you know, expanding the playoff 
forever and ever and ever without cutting out any regular season games. We're not going to take any hit whatsoever. The only people who are going to be, dis- be disadvantaged here are fans and players who signed up to play and the fans who pay money to watch the players play. I absolutely hate that idea. I'm glad that we're saying it out loud, kind of. But I absolutely hate this idea of, all right, we need to we need to create some time, so how are we going to do it? How about we just eliminate some plays from the game, some snaps from the game? That's just I, – I, I have a real problem with that, Ben. What are your thoughts? I, I couldn't agree more. And, see, that's what I mean. Don't tell me that it's for the fan experience because there's not a single fan that's going to say uh, that they want to take plays out of – they want to cut plays as a way to shorten the broadcast. Nobody's going to say that. We're there for the we're there for the for the plays, not for the breaks. I go back to things like the review, though. That's the frustration I hear the most, and I think part of that frustration comes because we know that it's a waste of time because we are we've already seen the answer to the question in the stadium. So, yes. And, and so you're scratching your head going, why is this taking so long? No, you're 100% right. In fact, I want to talk about that more on the other side because there are some things that people legitimately can't stand that they could fix that appear to not even be remotely on the table, and they also appear to be pretty doggone easy to do. We'll discuss that on the other side. Plus, I have in my hands the uh, starting lineups for Clemson today if you want to if you want to know who's in the batting order we'll get to that on the other side as well hour two continues 654 roars a number you want to join us on the phones or on the Adams Groving text line next we've all been there rushing to the restroom in a public place and bam you're hit with that out of order sign business owners know this story all too well don't let this be your patrons problem leave it to the plumbing experts Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Call us today for a free estimate. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Rely on the pros in EnviroMulch for all your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, riverstone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and much more. Choose EnviroMulch. Make your yard look amazing during the colder months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers! Founders MasterCard credit cards are here. Enjoy the convenience, reliability, and security that comes with MasterCard. Accepted worldwide, you can use them for your everyday purchases, travel purchases, and even business purchases. You can even show your school spirit with a Clemson University-designed credit card. And Founders MasterCard credit cards are digital wallet-ready, so you can add them to your smart device. So you always have a way to pay. Plus, you get more with a Founders MasterCard, like rewards for purchases made with your life rewards or extra work. World credit card. Don't wait. Make your priceless experiences today. Visit foundersfcu.com forward slash credit cards. That's foundersfcu.com forward slash credit cards. Or visit one of our offices to apply today. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Terms and conditions may apply. 
Listen up, Clemson fans. Hatflow Company is now selling official Clemson-licensed leather patch Richardson hats. These hats are hard to find, so get yours today downtown Clemson at Mr. Knickerbocker or Tiger's Sports Shop. You can also buy online at hatflowco.com. Look great at the tailgate, on the water, on the field, or around town with an official license, Leather Patch Richardson hat from Hatflow Company. They also make great gifts for the Clemson fan in your life. Hatflowco.com. Get yours today. Wakefield Automotive has built a reputation of trust with its loyal customers for decades. Their family-owned business loves helping the upstate save. Now they have the Wakefield Family Promise. Even with new vehicle shortages, you will never pay over MSRP for your new Buick or GMC. Get the best price on your new Sierra, Yukon Envision, or Encore GX, and the excellent service you expect from them. So don't pay a big markup. Experience the Wakefield Automotive Family Promise and save. Visit us today at 300 West St. John Street in Spartanburg or at wakefieldauto.com. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Mint Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Mint Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or GreenvilleMintClinic.com. That's GreenvilleMintClinic.com. Here's football star Tony Romo for Skechers Max Cushioning Footwear. You know when you go to your kid's game and you have to sit on those uncomfortable, super hard bleachers? That's how I feel now when I wear regular shoes. Why? Because once I started wearing Skechers Max Cushioning, I've been spoiled with how amazing extra cushioning feels. Skechers maxed out the cushioning with a thick, comfy slice of super light, ultra go cushioning for a soft, pillowy feel with every step. See all the fashionable styles of Max Cushioning at the Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Tune in each Tuesday morning on the Mickey Plyler Show for an exclusive interview with Clemson baseball head coach Eric Backage all season long, only on The Roar, where every day is game day. Your Clemson football destination. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Continues out of bounds. William Cloggenbush, Ben Milstead. Clemson still taking batting practice here at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. And I do have the starting lineup for the Tigers today. Charlotte, by the way, comes in 3-1. and one. They lost their opener against Ball State and played three uh, back-to-back-to-back uh, seven-inning games. They had a seven-inning doubleheader on Saturday, and then they had one where uh, the run rule came into effect on Sunday. Speaking of uh, ways to increase the pace of play, run rule, great idea. Um, maybe offends the sensibilities of some classic baseball people. Uh, I'm just going to say it does more harm than good to play a game 14 to one because your team might score 13 in the bottom of the last inning or something like that. Anyway, they are three and one again. Uh, D1 baseball projects them to win Conference USA. 
considered a potential regional team. And uh, Clemson's lineup uh, looks like this. We'll go back to the phones here in a second because we got a couple people who want to talk about this. Uh, Cooper Engel is going to lead off in DH today. Caden Grice uh, is in the second spot at first base. Blake Wright hitting third. Cam Canarella back in center field and clean up. Uh, Benjamin Blackwell hitting fifth, the shortstop. Uh, Chad Ferry is batting sixth in right field. Will Taylor is going to be playing defense for the first time this season. He is in left field and batting seventh. Uh, Jacob Gerald batting eighth, the catcher. Loved what he gave on opening day, and so he's giving Cooper Ingle a blow behind the plate again here. And then Riley Bertram uh, playing second base, batting ninth. So that's your uh, that's your lineup for Clemson uh, today as they try to go to 4-0 against Charlotte. Colin Kramer is a starting pitcher. He got roughed up this weekend, two and a third, four and five hits, three walks, three strikeouts. And uh, Casey Talent threw one inning out of the bullpen, gave up two hits, got a double play ball. Really good. I, I thought he located I, I thought he uh, uh, located pretty well. Um, and uh, so anyway, excited to see that. Kramer a lefty and Talent a righty. So the Tigers going with four righties and then a switch hitter in the lineup along with the four lefties, including two of the, at the top and three of the first four. Uh, let's go to the phones now. Uh, Robert in Greenville joins us next. What's up, Robert? Hey, what's on? Uh, I hate changing the, the game itself, but basketball has a pretty good thing when they do timeouts every four minutes. Why couldn't football do the same thing like, Five minute time, uh, the five minute mark, the ten minute mark, and then of course, then you got the quarter. Uh, you know what? I I agree with that. I, I think they probably should. Now, some of it has to do with if they've got three breaks a quarter, and then the end of the quarter. There's no way to really divide that up. So what you're talking about makes sense to me, where you have one under ten and one under five, and then one at the end. But there's a third break within the uh, within the the scope of the quarter, right? So, so and I think that's those breaks, why don't you just make those breaks instead of three minute breaks, make them four minute breaks to uh, to, to get that corporate spot in for the TV. You know, it again. I agree. I agree with your general premise. I think the reason we don't hear about it in basketball is because there is a rhythm to it that makes sense. And the reason people get upset and people, you know, we got a bunch of texts about you know that the red hat guys out there more than the quarterback and stuff like that is because nobody really knows. And as as Ben's talking about, he's the one guy in the stadium that pays attention to that because the TV and radio breaks don't line up, and so he has to. I mean, he has to monitor when that red hat guy goes on. They have to take a break right then, and uh, he's saying there's no rhyme or reason to it. I think if they had a rhyme or reason to it, then the game might not get any faster, but it might feel faster and maybe more acceptable to people in the stands. I, I like what you're saying, right. Robert, though. That that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And to Quark's point, in basketball, you've done it for so long. Most basketball fans know that every four minutes there's a TV timeout. And it, and, right. and I think I think football would – they would they would understand that they would know that coming up and doesn't I mean, that kind of help the athlete time. too right yeah. like instead I of mean, having instead of giving uh you know back-to-back -back breaks at the end of a quarter where you really don't need them that you spread them out i mean yeah that that makes some sense to me i like that yeah all right appreciate it thanks thank Thanks, Robert. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I think that I think that makes a lot of sense what he's talking about there. I will also point out, I mean, to, to Ben's point they just made there, I mean, Dave, we're coming to you right now. 
To Ben's point, he just made right there. To me, uh, I remember Larry Bird had a he had a philosophy where he used to say, "There's no excuse to not play hard." Now, for people who think the NBA they don't play hard, whatever. But I like Larry Larry Bird used to say when he was a player and then when he was a coach, you know that every it's like every six minutes or something like that, you're going to have a, a, an official timeout. And that was true even before they aired every game live. Uh, so why in the world would you not play hard for six minutes knowing that there's a regular break? I, ben, I totally agree. If you told players they could play hard for five minutes and then they're getting an automatic break at the next dead ball, mm-hmm. th- that to me, it changes the way you play. It changes the way fans watch a game. I think that would be a net positive for the sport. Now, uh, I, I mean, there that would be something we'd have to think more about. But on the surface, I like it. It is different in basketball because you don't have – I mean, in basketball, you got to change a possession every 35 seconds. In football, that's not the case. So if your team is going down the field and you've got a rhythm to your offense, do you want to – do you want to – a TV timeout right in the middle of your drive. You know, maybe, maybe they try to move it to, you know, the closest spot to the end of a change of possession or something like that. Uh, but the, but you, you just have to weigh the pros and cons. Cause like you say, uh, if you're a player and you know, that breaks coming, maybe you stay in there an extra snap. You see, you see basketball do this all the time, right? Where, you know, P.J. Hall's on the court, and you're uh, you're at the 6:58 mark, and you know a TV timeout is coming at the eight minute mark, and you got a dead ball. You routinely see, you know, a coach like Brownell pull Hall because he's going to get an extended break here. You know, there's a TV timeout coming a minute from now, and you use that to your advantage. I mean, every coach in America does that. Right, I mean, Le- LeBron James routinely comes out of a game at the same time before the end of the quarter uh, so that he has a longer window of time uh, uh, of rest. That's right. I think the NBA is different. It's like at the three-minute mark yeah, and then the six-minute mark. I think that's where the, the media timeouts come. And you know what? In the women's game, I, it sometimes burns you as a broadcaster, but the women also do where your first called timeout is a media. Yeah. So. If, to your point, if you call a timeout in the middle of a drive that's under that time threshold or whatever, maybe that becomes your media and you don't wait till the end of a possession, but otherwise you wait till a change. I think that's a good idea. Let's go to Dave in Simpsonville who's up with us next. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys. How you doing? You know, uh, of all the – okay, so we know South Carolina pretty much ran over Delaware, and I think – they gave up, what, three, maybe four runs the entire weekend, but they scored something like 40-something runs, 46. I think uh, we scored, Clemson scored, what, uh, 19 Sunday, 11 on Friday. And, of course, we were in the squeaker on Saturday. But I do think that from a college baseball standpoint, uh, to preserve arms, I think you ought to consider taking in a 10-run a, a rule. Maybe go to seven innings, and if after seven you've got that 10-run deficit, then that's when you call it. Uh, I just think that the ACC tournament does that, and, I, and, and that saved us a lot of embarrassment last year, Clemson, that is, because uh, then we get 10-run in one of the games, uh, one of the two games that we lost. Yes, so, it was the last game. That was the Virginia Tech game. Yep. 
Exactly. And then that was kind of like, you know, let's just let's just give them the mercy kill and get this thing over with. Uh, you know, so I, I do believe that, especially in the preseason, like what we had this weekend, uh, going up until you start, well, what, in two weeks we see South Carolina. Uh, you, you, you preserve pitchers, you preserve the athletes, you preserve your catchers, uh, you get them off the field, and, and maybe maybe you look at it from a standpoint that you're getting reserves playing time, but, you know, I still think 10 runs will speed the game up. Now, didn't Major League Baseball put in a, a, a pitch clock this year? Yes. So, and and college baseball is too. Um, and and it it came into play a couple times. It came into play a bunch in some of the bigger tournaments this weekend, where the pitcher, when he gets the ball, has twenty seconds to get on the rubber and deliver the pitch. Um, and then uh, the batter has ten seconds to get back in the box after a pitch is thrown. Uh, and it's either an automatic strike or an automatic ball, depending on who the offender is. If you don't. Uh, I I heard Aaron Fitz say that they're they're talking about saving maybe 15 minutes a game just from enforcing that alone, and it's going to be awkward because it's going to hurt some teams in the short term. But by the end of the season, if you're telling me college baseball games are 15 minutes shorter, sign me up for that, and that's one where the fans benefit because the action is quicker. And you're not sitting around, you know, guys aren't sitting around scratching and going through 94 signs and stepping out five times before the pitch is thrown and God love you. Every Virginia game doesn't take three hours and 50 minutes because they throw over the first 19 times before they throw a pitch and take a minute between pitches. You're not going to allow that anymore, and I think that's good for everybody around the game. Well, there's only so many times that Nomar Garcia-Para could redo his glove, right? <laughs> so, that's so, true. But anyway, hey, uh, and, uh, but aren't, okay, of all the people in America today, who've got it in the cream situation, that's you and Ben, sitting at the dug in your office getting ready for the baseball game. Could you not be in a better place today? Very blessed, my friend. Very blessed and highly favored. Uh, It's unbelievable. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the phone call. Y'all take care. You too. Yeah, it's a a gorgeous day out here. All right, uh, let's get to Cole before we uh, get to the top. Yeah, we got about two minutes left here. What's up, Cole? What's going on, Paul? Doing great, man. Thanks for getting in. Um, uh, how were you excited about what you saw this weekend, this past weekend in pitching, uh, with especially with Ammons on Friday and you know Gordon Saturday deal Sunday? Yes, you know what? We'll see a better test. I think it's, I think South Carolina's rotation is ridiculous. Um, I want to see how they stack up against South Carolina because I still think the Gamecocks have a better rotation. But I like what I saw in terms of maybe not the the quality at the very top. They were fine, but it's more the quantity of quality arms and the way they're attacking the strike zone with a purpose. I thought those were the two best things I saw this weekend. Yeah, and like another thing like what surprised me is like our freshmen in the lineup, like Canarella, Crichton, and then uh, Jarrell. I mean, I feel like we got so much depth coming up with the freshman class. I feel like we're going to be okay. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I really like the freshmen, and in fact, again uh, today you've got uh, you've got a couple freshmen in the lineup. You've got Will Taylor's in the lineup, still coming back, and uh, you've got a bunch of young guys that are ready and waiting for their opportunities. I would imagine the bullpen's going to be pretty young today too. Who they uh, who they end up using? Yeah, 
And I'm going to keep it short. Just one more thing. This is basketball. Um, you know, a heartbreaker to Louisville. But, I'm, but say, I mean, you get back on track tomorrow night. You know, you get back in the win column. And you win You win Saturday at uh, NC State. Are we are we sneaking back in? Are we? I mean, I know we still got a lot of work to do. But I, do you think it's fully over yet? Or what do you think? I don't think it's over at all, Cole. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. I don't think it's over at all for Clemson basketball. I, You know, a lot of times we can look at things in a silo, and we can talk about this a little more in Hour 3 if you want, but um, a lot of times we look at things in a silo where the only thing that impacts our team is what our team does. The reality is there are a bunch of bubble teams in action tonight that are going to impact Clemson, whether they win or lose, and where Clemson sits on the bubble is is directly impacted by what other teams do, not just what the Tigers do. So we've got to keep that in mind. Two hours done. Hour three is next. WCCPFM 105.5. Clemson. Greenville Anderson. WAHT AM 1560. Cowpens. 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar.